0: With that sound, you know what time it is, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Clapper Report, episode 15. Uh, Today, we're just going to quickly go over pretty much a continuation of last week's episode, talk about the free agency and and a couple of trades that went down. I would say a little bit of a slower week than we had the week prior, but to be expected. Uh, We're also just going to cover various little news news articles throughout the week and kind of give our thoughts on that. So it should be a nice, fun episode
1: yep let's all get into. let's go as damien said guys what's up it's the Clapper report i'm justin and that's damien over there and uh yeah let's get into it first of all what are you drinking bud
0: oh boy all right so <laughs> as uh, i mentioned last week i'm kind of getting into the ipa game i have been we got the New Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA.
1: Let's go with the 7-Eleven Special.
0: 7-Eleven Special, I guess. I don't know. I think I got it at the beer distributor. Uh, <laughs> quick sip right there. Tastes pretty good.
1: Good. Okay. What would you rate it out of 10?
0: Rate it out of 10, honestly, dude, I'm going with like a 7.2.
1: Ooh. it's pretty funny because it's a 7 percenter.
0: Honestly, <laughs> I think I saw the 7. It kind of stuck in my head, and I kind of just said it.
1: In actuality, it's like a 4. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it's pretty good i like it oh you got my my, my got, pride
1: and joy i got the classic i got i got the 7-eleven special i got a tall boy pbr let's go just got out of class living my best life and by that i mean i'm burnt out <laughs> so cheers to existential dread i know this has been a crazy week dude like
0: for real i mean i can't even say i was really busy especially with work but it just it felt super long than usual it felt really weird had a flat tire today <laughs> so i was like an hour late to work had to wait <laughs> really quick i'll make it quick i
1: do whatever you need
0: all right so we're driving on 495 you know i guess i hit some pothole i guess i hit something and like, i don't think anything of it the car's driving normal kind of makes like a weird noise but i think it's another car like you yeah. know when you drive past like a semi truck and you hear that weird like
1: noise yeah yeah so i
0: thought that's all it was i was like all right that's fine all of a sudden i see the tire tire pressure gauge go on and i had an issue probably like a month ago brand new car by the way about a month ago i had subtle an issue flex. With, <laughs> subtle for me it's brand new i think
1: it's it's, it's like 17 right yeah
0: so anyway still, have a, still newer than mine nail in the front tire about a month ago got it plugged fine perfect but the tire pressure gauge went on so i kind of used to that fucking little yellow piece of shit yeah yeah so saw it going off and i was like all right kind of weird but you know probably got another nail or something slowly because i'm driving fine nothing's going on all of a sudden like i hear and my car's still driving fine but i hear and at that point i knew obviously something was wrong got all the way to the side Pulled over. Sure enough, the back left tire, dead, like, flat, flat. Call, uh... So, actually, I'm with Willie, you know, host of, uh, Talks with Chepe. Yeah. One of two. Anyway, we get out. We're trying to look at it. We have, uh, the donut that's in the back and, Mm -hmm. like, this stupid little crap, uh, like, whatever they call it, the crowbar thingy in the back. So, we're trying to, like, take off the tire, but the lug nuts are, like, sealed on. Like, it's like they super glued it, dude. Yeah. So, uh call uh call up some state farm roadside assistance sure enough an hour later they oh show up God. take it off put the donut on and i got everything fixed on lunch so all good now it's just pain in the ass and money that you don't want to spend on a on a car that you thought you were okay with yeah
1: exactly <laughs> car shit's the worst i hate cars but it, it's because they cause always cost money for something
0: always cost money and, and it always come at, and the issues always pop up at like the most unopportune times yeah and especially like this week like i was saying earlier which is so weird i mean it's weird sitting here now like it's thursday i know a lot of yeah. people probably i think we'll post it tomorrow right probably the you episode wanna? on friday or saturday we'll figure that at the yeah. end but whenever no you're listening court, to it yeah whenever you listen to it you'll find out the answer to that question but it's weird we're sitting here on a on a thursday night talking rather than a friday everything everything about this week is just off
1: yeah that's why i'm drinking this uh pbr instead of a uh, six pack <laughs> it's a well, shame
0: you know what well well We'll put our weekend on course with this episode we'll have a great episode here and the weekend will be one of the best ones we've ever had
1: yeah yeah sure
0: direct so. correlation between the two
1: <laughs> well i know why my weekend's gonna be great because i'm gonna be playing nhl 21
0: yeah yeah that came out
1: finally dude i fucking love it i
0: know i'm jealous i really want to
1: get on it but
0: dude watching some of the gameplay it's so sick and i'm, I'm glad you finally got to play it. what are your uh, first thoughts of it
1: uh, I love franchise mode. That's probably my favorite game mode. I play it a lot. Always have. Yeah, um, yeah. This fucking trade deadline. Dude. Trade deadline that they added. Yo. It is the most stressful thing ever. Yeah. Because the clock goes like. Oh my god. So yeah. It's like, real each close, second. like the trade so, deadline think. So basically it's this whole. So on February 20 whatever in the game. Each season. You get to pick whether you're like a buyer or a seller. Then the assistant GMs edit your trade block to mm-hmm. fit that, to fit that like that category. Yeah, yeah. So then you go into the trades. Wait, do you
0: have any effect on it? Can you change your trade block at all?
1: I'm sure you can. I haven't figured out how okay. to. Um. But so, or in that screen, in I that have screen, it. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so then it's like it starts at 6 a.m. and it goes to 12 p.m. And it's just again like 6:01, 6:02, 6:03, 6:04. so it's fast. And um. And it slows down around, like, 11.45 or whatever, but so then it has a list of, like, all these players that every team has available. Oh, yeah, on the trade block, right? And then it gives you, like, the teams that are interested in them, their trade value, the return that they would get. And then there's your own players in there, too, so you can see what teams are interested in your players, what teams uh, are going to give for your players. It's so fucking cool.
0: Yeah, and uh, one of the cool things that I saw when I watched a video, out to bc again, is... Uh, <laughs> You saw the other teams making trades, kinda like adding pressure oh, yeah, to the Yeah, like it a trade too. alert too, yeah. yeah.
1: Like everybody's like, Oh, Jonathan Tate go for goes for two firsts, and I'm like, What the Wait, fuck? What? like it's so cool. It, no, that is nuts. That's really fun. Uh be a pro is fun. Um it's fun. It, I like I like the new dialogue system um it looks kinda, like it could be a bit repetitive it's a little bit repetitive but i'm also only in like my first month of the nhl season i purposely tried to get drafted lower um i wound up going oh what fucking team am i on holy shit cause it's been a few days yeah um well i take your franchise mode at least is the canucks right yeah the franchise mode canucks i won the second year in the cup i won the cup second year
0: i know you put you put <laughs> uh, the islanders oh yeah
1: yeah so yeah it was actually really funny um the islanders beat the lightning in the conference finals four-one. what a world Canucks beat the Avalanche I think like 4-2
0: what a world and
1: then uh I think the Canucks beat the Islanders 4-2 I wish we finals. lived in that simulation yo me too honestly <laughs> take um, us back there but I think I'm, I might be on the Sabres no dude oh is it if I'm you're a on i defen- I'm a defenseman though if you're with the Sabres past
0: this uh you know this post- uh postseason the uh the trade with Taylor hole. if do you have that roster that would be sick. Yeah,
1: yeah, they updated the rosters. So yeah, so you're gonna
0: have that roster.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think I'm on. The, I forgot what fucking team I'm on, dude. That would be so dope if you're on that team. No, I'm sorry. I'm on the Flyers. I'm on the Flyers. flyers. Yeah, okay. but it, but it's pretty steez, though. No, nah, that it's, is pretty. It's dope. pretty good. I always like.
0: I always like to be a pro mode. Then you could kind of tick over. You know if you're a stud well at least for me i was playing on rookie so that way i scored oh, 100 yeah, goals no, a season. i'm playing
1: the hardest difficulty <laughs>
0: yeah no i used to play on rookie so that way i score 100 goals a season i always made my guy like six foot 11 240 oh, pounds the
1: fastest guy on the ice just wailing down on people Nah, i think i made my guy my dimensions he's a defenseman on the hardest difficulty. Oh, see, so you no. Know, and I slacked in the draft, so I, I went like fourth round or something.
0: You're not even living. But I'm dude. already a point per game.
1: I think oh, I am like okay. I got like 15 points in like 12 games or 13 games or something.
0: When you're done with that season, you should start a second one. Just play on rookie just to have the feeling of scoring a six-goal night. Bro, I'm telling you, when you play sports games or, or games in general on like the rookie setting, it is the greatest feeling in the world. Actually, a funny story. What me and my dad used to do, we used to play NASCAR games all the time. Mm-hmm. Not even a NASCAR fan. We would never oh, watch NASCAR so I used to ever. like NASCAR
1: a lot, but I would play the NASCAR games. But we so,
0: would yeah. play the video game, right? And it would be me and him. We'd play against spots, of course. And uh, I always ended up crashing for some reason. So I was always the designated go in reverse and just oh crashing everybody. I try to avoid him. He's like, "All right, I'm going low. I go high, <laughs> wipe everybody out high while he's going low." <laughs> That's been like the OG stat, just to boost your numbers ever since
1: yeah. day one, and I and sports video games in general. I would um, what's called, yeah, I would start from the pack, uh, from the back of the pack on the lowest difficulty, and I would just make my way to the front, crashing everybody with cautions off. <laughs> I know, that's the,
0: that's the only way to play sports video games. You just start crushing people, especially when you're like yeah. a 70 overall forward and you're just like trying to light the lamp with like 70 real, goals in a season. And you,
1: and you can't, uh, you don't have any speed. You're you like have a no speed, you speed. can't get around
0: anything. But at least when you're playing on Rookie, their backskating isn't the best, so you just get around. You don't even have to get around, you just have to give yourself some type of separation and like 9 times out of 10 you're scoring. Yeah but i'm glad you like 21 i definitely want to get the game soon and definitely want to play you and beat the shit out of you on the game i mean
1: (laughs) well i mean you play on rookie so
0: true true
1: (laughs) uh so another big news uh doc broadcaster
0: oh my god
1: he uh retired yeah that's crazy i mean honestly i don't really care i'm gonna be honest with you realistically I, yeah i don't like NBC's deal. coverage anyway it's
0: not a, like a credible deal for me i mean obviously he definitely does have an iconic voice and he's going to be remembered with a lot of iconic moments there's no taking yeah, that away yeah. realistically whoever's commentating really doesn't bother me as long as well, not the NBC. bruins
1: uh broadcaster what's his name jack edwards i think yeah, I think that's him, bro. He's so fucking biased. Fuck yeah. him.
0: But I, I did write down some of his. Uh, I guess we'll call it his stat line here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So wait, I, when I was just reading that right now, I thought that, uh, I thought that it meant that he was in the Stanley Cup final 22 no. times, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like I don't even think he played hockey. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine. Um, but yeah, so it's Stanley Cup Finals twenty two times. Yeah, it's so wild. he
0: he worked it twenty two times, forty-five Stanley Cup playoff final game sevens he voiced. Isn't That's that wild. incredible? That's forty five Game Sevens that people probably go back to all the time. That'll forever hear his voice.
1: Yeah. Six uh, Olympics.
0: Six Olympics. Fourteen NHL R- All Star Games. Don't know what happened there. Nineteen winter classics and stadium series games, like any any iconic moment in the NHL on the ice, he more than likely was the voice behind it. So, that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. So, uh doesn't really make a difference to me. Um, me neither. A lot of people on Twitter were, like, blown up when the news happened. And, like, I, I think it was forced hashtags from, like, the NHL and stuff like that. But one yeah. of their things was your favorite Doc memory. Do you even think you have a favorite Doc memory?
1: I'm trying to think of, like... Because, I mean, he's done a lot of, like, game sevens and shit. Yeah. Um, I wonder if the Dragon Slayer goal he called, um, the 2011 goal where Alex Burrows scored against the Blackhawks in, like, double overtime to eliminate them. I think it was double overtime. Wow. I don't know if it's Doc Emmerich, but, you know. Okay.
0: Definitely. Whatever. Definitely an iconic moment that he more than likely, with how many games that he did, probably voiced. Um,. I wrote down one, and it's only because of Twitter. Thank you, Twitter, for bringing us back up. But Tavares's OT goal against the Caps in 2015, yeah, that was just an electrifying moment in general. There, apparently, Doc said that that was like the loudest he's ever heard an NHL like arena go.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, I mean, that is a crazy moment. So, I, I kind of like to see that. Um, another funny thing I wrote here is, uh, what is the NHL going to do next year for the
1: <laughs> for the voice? That's even if they have a season.
0: I mean, you bring up a valid point, which we'll we'll talk about in a second. But but well,
1: I don't know, man. I I
0: guess it's whoever's going to be the main voice. I don't know. I don't even know if they have anybody in the in the chamber ready
1: to go. Just put me on there, man. I feel like I'd be a pretty good. No, not not a good play-by-play. I'd be a good color commentator. Color commentator. Yeah, just getting shit-faced in the press box, being like. Hey man, fuck Vegas! Like I think, <laughs> I think if I had to choose, I would like to
0: be the guy down by the ice. Well, you know, uh talking really quick in between oh, shits here. <laughs> Ray <laughs>
1: Ferraro, right? Yeah, I would want to be him, man. I, I feel like that job's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, yeah. Thinking about it, they always make the color commentator somebody who's played in the NHL before. True, um, true. So I have not, <laughs> and you know, except superstar difficulty, my. NHL twenty one defenseman days, but uh, fifteen <laughs> yeah. points in thirteen games do When me. I was having
0: seven point games <laughs> in the uh, in the NHL here back on, uh... um, <laughs> that'd be some good commentary for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: So we'll see what they do. Um, another quick, I, I guess you could call useless information. I don't know unless you're a Colorado fan. Uh, they renamed the Pepsi Center. No longer the Pepsi Center, man.
1: <laughs> what did they name it, Damien?
0: They named it the Ball Arena.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid.
0: I know. I mean, they're securing a the bag, though. You know, they pro- they signed another contract with whoever the hell Ball
1: is. So they're... I was looking into it a little bit. I think there's some kind of company that like does like energy saving stuff. Like they use like recyclable goods. And, you know, it's like a, a good corporation, or you know, yeah, they'll probably renovate good... some
0: things inside the stadium. But and like even stupid, Pepsi yeah.
1: Center sucked. But that was still like you know I like Pepsi, I don't like balls, so. Like, well, I mean, look at the fucking Islanders. What are we getting the UBS or you, yeah, UBS. It's better than the IBS. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> I guess I UBS.
0: <laughs> what a perfect setup. <laughs> Um, I don't know. These things are pointless, but it, it was just kind of funny. I thought. Yeah. I thought it was a stupid name, but obviously they're the getting ball the ball arena. For People it. are
1: calling it the sack already. Uh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking stupid. Wait, what, why would you name it the Ball Arena? That's so fucking not even the sp- like the sphere or something. You know, like something related to balls or like. Oh my like, god. Maybe I'm- like dumb week something about re- the fact that people are calling it sack yeah the sack maybe the shaft i don't know like what's next bro oh my god what are we doing trojan is gonna are they gonna buy a stadium or something come on bro <laughs> so stupid uh, what a what a what a time to be alive so fucking dumb anyway
0: <laughs> so kind of unfortunate news but to be expected uh, yeah the NHL has officially now postponed the Winter Classic and the All Star Weekend for the season. I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel because I don't think I didn't watch the Winter Classic last year. Um, I I really want to watch it if it's like an actual rivalry. Yeah. Or you know, like an actual like game that I want to watch. Like I'd watch another Philly Penguins. Um. Uh, Toronto Detroit was a good one in 2014. I think that was that was probably my favorite one. Well,
0: I forgot when it originally started, but I, I feel like the first couple of times they had like these winter classics outdoor hockey, <laughs> yeah. I thought the concept was so sick. I thought it was yeah, like, the coolest thing that in it the world. And makes sense. And like the first couple you watched, but then after a while, they were doing them all the time. I felt like not all you know, but like. It yeah. wasn't like well, such a special Well, now there's a the
1: heritage classic and the fucking um, Yeah, they
0: have like three or four times that they do it. So it's it's it lost its specialty to my Well,
1: opinion. I also think that they did it just because I mean the Blackhawks have like three or four winter classics. Penguins have like three. You yeah. know, it's like they pick the same teams and I get it, you know, well, yeah, those you're gonna teams pick generate a big the most yeah, yeah, they generate the most revenue, but
0: And it's going to be in the snow, going to be in the cold. I mean, yeah. you're not going to do a winter
1: classic in Phoenix. <laughs> well, they did it in uh didn't they do it in Dallas? Wasn't that the one this year? Ah, uh, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, no, definitely
0: confirm. But yeah, that would make sense. But I don't know. I, I feel like it would be kind of funny if you had a uh, one in the desert. But again, like I was mentioning, I, I think it, I think it's a cool thing. But yeah, I think they should limit it. It should definitely be like a one-time thing, not mm-hmm. having like seven different ones this
1: season. Um. They had it... Okay, yeah, they had it in Dallas. Yeah, Nashville and Dallas. Like,
0: oh. Well, I kind of feel a little dumb, but...
1: <laughs> no, you shouldn't feel dumb, because it doesn't make sense. I mean, they also had it in Well, they definitely St. did, Louis. like, fake snow, probably, right? They did do that around it. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think they put the ice, like, the day before, so that way, you know, whatever. Um.
0: Oh, yeah, I feel like I kind of remember that being a thing now,
1: where they were talking about the ice. Yeah. I mean, how many appearances Um, most wins is the Capitals Rangers and Bruins at two so whatever anyway oh appearances Blackhawks at four Bruins three makes makes it (laughs) word and the Blackhawks lost all four so I guess keep putting them in the Winter Classics NHL Well, even the All-Star game. I I like the All-Star game. I kind of
0: started, like, really enjoying them, especially the skills competition, to be honest. I like the
1: skills competition, The actual
0: All-Star game. Although, the way they were doing it with, like, the different, like, divisions and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I felt like it was
0: pretty cool and, like, a fresh idea.
1: Yeah, it's better than the whole, like, the actual teams of, like, 12 people for conference. Yeah,
0: and it, it definitely brings a... To the idea of an all star game altogether, because I mean, if you look at other sports, like they follow like the same rubrics of just picking their top guys, going yeah. at it, just having a field day game, not really actually even. So I like the idea of that. And when they were giving away like actual prizes and actual money to some guys, that I don't know if it really even affects their wallet, but I don't know. I feel like it's definitely, I feel like they do it a lot better in the NHL than other sports do. So. Well, the is trying,
1: game. you know? They're trying to be more marketable. And um, being more, like, for fan interaction, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I got to respect that for that. I
0: feel like the weekend sets it up better for, like, where it's at. Like, I remember when the MLB had an all-star game here at Yankee Stadium. They had, like, an expo. I forgot where exactly it was. It was somewhere in the middle of Manhattan. They had, like, an expo built. And it was just, like, boots lined up everywhere filled with, like, MLB like sponsors and stuff like that. Then I had all the different teams and I had different exhibits. They had like stuff from Cooperstown come down Mm -hmm. and they had everything like lined up. And it was a pretty cool experience as like a, as a sports fan in general. And as a baseball fan growing up to see a bunch of things, they had like a wall of all these different hats, like all through history for all the teams. Yeah. So that, I feel like that's cool. I'm assuming the NHL has something along the same lines where they kind of have like like it's like a full weekend experience for the fans that go to these things. Yeah. So I don't know. I maybe maybe New York gets one. You know, we get the new arena. They want to promote the new the arena. IBS for arena. UBS. Right? Yeah. UBS. Arena. IBS.
1: Yo, you're confusing me. <laughs> get it? UBS. <laughs> IBS. No, UBS. <laughs> anyway. Also. Wait, I- did that go over my head before? No, I was referring to the like the intestinal. Yeah, that's sure. what i thought at first yeah, and then i was what, like wait. and then i just thought of it now i like wait ibs ubs i was like wait, UBS, IBS, <laughs> <laughs> was like, wait. <laughs> see it's a double entendre oh man it's perfect these perfect. arena names they're gonna help us they're fucking stupid anyway um california is gonna allow fans to attend outdoor professional sporting events in arenas um or in areas like that are less risk yeah. for covid um this doesn't affect really hockey unless they want to do a uh, winter classic uh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in san jose
0: <laughs> yeah. the san jose they did do an outdoor classics.
1: game though i think uh they did like uh they just did one of the regular outdoor games i think with the kings and uh sharks really or ducks kings and kings and ducks oh no cool. kings and Sh- one of the well they're gonna matter. have
0: to play all their games outdoors baby <laughs> <laughs> they all <laughs> uh the
1: california division
0: yeah i mean i i Although it is outdoors, I feel yeah. like that's a step in the right direction to getting fans back into stadiums for hockey.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: who knows how long that may be, but especially in a state like California, they were impacted pretty heavy, especially in the beginning of COVID.
1: Yeah, definitely. They yeah. were
0: one of the top main states alongside us here in New York, so it it's cool to see them actually taking the steps that hopefully New York is going to follow soon. Maybe more than likely Maybe. not,
1: though. Yeah, I don't think I would go anywhere.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I kind of have like this thing where I I don't want to be involved in situations like that, especially being on top of other people. Especially it, we both have asthma, so it's yeah. Like, no, uh, so it kind of adds like a different element to it. But also on the same token, it's kind of like if everything is done correctly, like spaced out and kind of have like delayed entries or whatever the case may be. I'm sure they're going to have a million and a half rules to keep everybody as safe as possible. Yeah. And obviously, it's not going to be full arena, so it's probably going to be like a couple people per row. I don't know. I don't know how it will work in the future, or at least the near future, but um, I definitely am eager to get back to yeah. going to games and enjoying life. Um, quick thing, not really t- newsworthy, but um, I saw a picture of Lundquist in the Capitals uh, dressing room. Shout out to Martin. Shout out Martin. But uh, did you <laughs> s- You saw it, right? I looked <laughs> yeah. so weird.
1: Yeah, it did. It's um, a weird look. I mean, yeah, I felt the same way with... Um, uh Joe Felski uh mm-hmm. being off the sharks um you know it's definitely weird seeing a player who's spent their whole time with the franchise um, yeah. it's going to be weird seeing Chris Tenev in a flames jersey oh, uh that's
0: going to be heartbreaking oh, bro it's
1: going to suck i was so thankful the Sedins didn't go into a different team <laughs> oh i would have i would have stopped watching hockey yeah. and if they went to the flames oh no <laughs> i oh. could you imagine that no i can't i would throw up Eh, the Flames gonna be the uh,
0: the Canucks v two. So whenever whenever your Canucks aren't playing, you know the Flames are, you can watch
1: them still. Well, the same with you in the Leafs, right? It's probably uh, weird for you with Tavares, right? Got just it.
0: one guy. <laughs> what they got? Markstrom and Tanev, right? Who else do they have?
1: Yeah, but who's the better player out of the three of them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tanev. What, what, what,
0: what line is he? What line is he gonna be on?
1: What is he? Probably. I don't know. I don't know what their decor looks like. I mean, I if I he
0: makes if he makes it to uh, you know like a first line D man, I guess that's equivalent to a, a second line center. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyway, he's not a top line center. He sucks. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Uh, some drama, some drama going I love on.
1: Drama. It's like Bad Girls Club.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Your boys, the Blackhawks. <laughs> you love them, don't you?
1: Yeah. Ooh, I love me some Blackhawks.
0: But I don't know this this team man Jonathan Taze you know I, I don't really follow the Blackhawks like I'm not Good. like a fan of them <laughs> but you, you know Jonathan Taze and I don't think I've ever really seen many interviews of this guy yeah. in the
1: first place he's right? a very standard hockey guy yeah
0: he he's the, the king of like Canned he's responses. Captain serious. Yeah, he he canned responses. He knows exactly what he's going to say to whatever question, and it's probably going to be the same response no matter how you ask the question. Yeah. Um, but he actually came out in an interview in an interview with the Athletic. I forgot exactly who, but he was like, he seemed pissed. He was like uh, about the recent trades or let go of um <laughs> certain guys, Crawford especially. I think was like the yeah the dagger. And in their room, so they're pissed. Apparently, the the veteran
1: core, fuck them. I have no sympathy for them. They won three cups with that fucking core. Get over it. Well, that was that's... 10 years ago. They can eat my dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's honestly Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook. They're probably unhappy about it. With two, they suck. Get them off their team. That well, that, I exact- Patrick Kane and Taze, I understand because they're still great players. But Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook—they have no room to talk. Just retire. You both suck. I'm well, sorry. Well, a
0: couple I, things. One, I—I <laughs> th- I agree with you. I agree with you. A lot of times, I would like to think that the player's job is to play, and the manager's job is to manage, right? Yeah. Like they're, like you're doing your job. It's just—it comes with the sport you know eventually you're gonna be phased out eventually you're gonna be phased out and they're gonna use you as picks they're gonna use yeah. you to build the future that's like that, business. that's business that's a sports business, business.
1: that's sports business one-on-one and i understand being so close with somebody who you spend so many years with
0: and, and but to be so public it about
1: with. it like a fucking princess i'm sorry well man.
0: Well, well well i, no, I kind of understand in a sense of like all right the blackhawks went from nothing to being a championship caliber team winning three stanley cups with these core group of guys and we're the guys that did it for you you know like sure you could say management got everybody together sure you could say you know those coaches but there were the guys on the ice actually winning and they did it as a core group and they stuck together they probably took some contracts that they weren't really too favorable of but did it so they could stay together and now you're gonna break everybody apart right when it's like at that pinnacle point where they thinking they're gonna come back because they got a couple young guys coming in
1: a couple they're not winning a cup
0: well a lot of the guys there they at least have the mentality that that's what they're going for they're still chasing for that mentality
1: they need to realize that i'm sorry listen i i don't know i'm dragging it a bit probably i don't really care that much but it's just annoying i i I, just think that this this is just drama for the sake of drama i see what Um, you're saying
0: but i i get it i understand why i mean like if you think about it right let's say you're at your job now for an extra five years oh what and then (laughs) they try to like make some drastic changes to the entire place and you're kind of just like yo what the fuck you're not gonna tell me that you're doing this especially like i'm not making
1: 10.5 million dollars a year to play to do my favorite thing in the world that's
0: true you know and especially
1: it's not like the team's bad now they like well, you said they, they still have really good young they, players yeah, and that's why
0: they want to stick together and they want to make a push with what they but have but it's
1: only these like four other players that's what i'm not mm-hmm. yelling at you no i'm yelling I, at, I, about this situation because it doesn't make sense to me I'm trying the, to push your buttons here <laughs> well my buttons are fucking pushed because it's <laughs> aggravating and again i have no sympathy for them these are like the only core players left from the team like, yeah. and Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook aren't even good anymore. Well, They're Seabrook, I think he millions. had like three
0: surgeries or something nuts Oh, like yeah. That.
1: I'm not saying it's any fault of his own or anything. It's like both age and injuries. Yeah, you know, that shit catches up to you. They're both in like their mid, late 30s. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, then don't complain about it. I'm sorry. Be happy you're still able to play. Be happy you're still collecting checks. Yeah,
0: I, I agree you with know? you on that sentiment there. And
1: I'm not saying to not have any personality. I'm not saying to not, you know, I love players with personality. Really, I do. <laughs> But this is just... The wrong rap for him? Yeah, it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, well, eventually, I I think it was yesterday, the GM sent a letter out to all the season ticket holders first, and then eventually publicly online, kind of stating the obvious, that their main focus isn't necessarily rebuilding, but they're kind of rebuilding. He wasn't really clear about it. He kind of beat it... Beat it around the bush to kind of say that they were
1: rebuilding because their team's full of bandwagoners. True. You know, it's like I mean they have that no they have that reputation for it, and you know it kind of holds up. Every Blackhawks fan that I know, uh oh shit, that's an article that I have for him to say. <laughs> um, I don't even fucking remember what I was gonna say, but it that he has to be very careful with it because it's like it's like oh we're going for rebuild. Oh this this team's won three cups in five years. Okay, that was five years ago. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know?
0: No, you bring up a valid point. So, I, I mean, it makes sense what the team is doing. I guess all that the players were trying to say was, like, yeah, sure, you're going to do it. Just tell us next time or have a conversation with us rather than it just being the news. And yeah. uh, I don't know. Apparently, our boy Laner was like the one of the roots of the problem, though. At least last season, like when they traded him at the deadline, apparently that's where a lot of the guys in the uh, locker room started to say that's when the rebuild really started. That was a leak thing in one of the articles. I was glad to see that. Well, I feel like they were kind of retooling for a while. But then that doesn't make sense to me. If they were upset about Laner being traded away, why are they now upset that Crawford got let go? Because obviously you were ready for Laner to be your goalie. He was
1: quite a (laughs) cup-winning team. Fucking assholes! I need to move on from that. Yeah, Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Stupid. Um. So. This isn't again. We don't really have much on this, but they uh, NHL GMs were meeting this week. Uh, They were on a call to talk about the season and the AHL start date. uh, That they were starting for, uh, or they were aiming for, an AHL start date of December fourth. But that's going to be obviously pushed back. That's not attainable. Yeah,
0: I think they said now that they're essentially going to wait for the
1: NHL. Yeah, which I don't. Yeah, I mean it makes sense, especially because the leagues are so heavily intertwined. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel they like kind of need to follow the lead with
0: it. Yeah, I, I agree with you that they're going to have to. I think there has been a lot of, like, mixed reactions to it. A lot of people are kind of upset with the idea because they kind of feel like the AHL could be independent to that. It's definitely the budget option compared to the NHL. Yeah. It probably doesn't cost as much to run. Um, and also the fact that you're, stun- you're stunting the growth of a lot of young prospects, they kind of feel. Uh, which... I agree I with, but then again, I don't because you can easily just loan out a couple of those players to go play overseas, like <laughs> a lot of other teams
1: are doing. Well, but like, so I try to think of it in the frame. It's like, imagine what a fucking culture shock that is. So imagine you were you were a really good NHL prospect, right? Yeah. Imagine you're 20, say, right? You're 20, and you were playing in a, you're playing in the AHL, right? Because you were from an American league. All right, whatever. So then you're in the AHL. And then they say that the AHL season isn't starting. The only place there, Europe. Then you're thinking then, Scandinavia? Like, the German leagues? That shit is like, I don't speak the language, holy fuck! Yeah. And it's like, the culture is completely different there, you know? So... You can just do that, but also they have a certain amount of roster spots for their players over there. And it's like, you know, it's like. No, that's,
0: that's, you bring up a valid point with that. But I think that the culture shock idea could be good and could be beneficial for the players and just their yeah. life in general, just to get that experience of going out, playing in a different league, playing. Because you got to think too. A lot of people come from like Russia, not speaking English, and they playing and learn and adjust to the game. Well, because they
1: want to play in the best league in the world. Well, if they you're going to the be- SHL. You're not going to the best league in the world. Well, you're
0: not go- you're not going to the best league in the world. But you're definitely taking the steps to show organizations that you want to be a player, that you want to grow, no matter what it takes. You're going to do what it. T- I think that I think it kind of shows the type of player it is if he's doing that, especially in a t- especially being in the ahl because it's going to show these organizations that you have the work ethic you have the mentality to grind out just playing hockey and that's all you want to do yeah shows for the love of the sport and the experience that they're getting because then you think about it not that he's going to learn like a different language in a month he's not going to do that i wish but he's going to kind of learn the culture he's going to kind of learn and then when guys from Sweden when guys from German come play on his team there's going to be that kind of ke- I think it's a good chemistry builder I'm not gonna lie I think it's a good idea for these players to do it but then again hopefully the AHL just starts and we don't have to worry about
1: it hopefully
0: yeah and also probably a really bad time for a lot of players to try and get like visas or, yeah yeah traveling, and also from traveling the US in right general now right now is, is probably a uh, headache and a half so good it's probably <laughs> probably a lot harder situation than uh I think it is, at least. Yeah. Um, another thing. I uh, kind of read an article about um, some of the agents in the NHL world. Uh, they think that the lack of the interview period for the UFA, it's kind of detrimental to both the league and the players and, and just the overall opening up of the uh, free agent market kind of space. Ruins yeah.
1: It. Um. Well, yeah, so that's the thing. And um what really I guess for context if anybody isn't aware, um yeah, speaking yeah. about Alex petrangelo and how on I almost said July 1st, whenever the <laughs> fuck the um the free agency opened up was October 8th or no, 9th, I Like think. 2 weeks ago now. Yeah, I think October 9th. Um how that's the day that everybody's supposed to sign. They're supposed to rush to sign then and everything's going to be a whole frenzy. It wasn't a frenzy. He started touring that day. He started touring Vegas that day. Like it's just a bummer and then like taylor hall like waited until like 11 p.m that night to sign the or not 11 yeah. no it was it was that sunday i think because i remember texting it's a couple about days it. later right yeah and these these uh big name players are waiting over the course of days it's not really a free agent frenzy anymore it's more so just like a free agent uh a week i guess i and it's kind of like it kinda, it's a lot of speculation, but you also know where they're going for the most part. Like we knew Petrangelo was going to Vegas.
0: Yeah, we had a lot of leaks because a lot of people were exposed.
1: A lot of it was it's taking so long to sign these guys. And I get it. It's like watching a show while you know the plot twist, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. I, I definitely don't think it's good. I you know, one of the things I was seeing was that like a lot of these players. Like, sure, Alex Patangelo, he was in Vegas beforehand. He's a stud. You're going to fly him out. You're going to see him. But some of these guys, especially like bottom six guys, where they're going to be signing five, six-year contracts, four-year contracts, right? And they're going to be moving their family, across country in some cases, to an entire new town. They're not going to get that experience to go and visit, go see the school district, see the houses that are available, kind of get a sense of where you're moving to. You're yeah. kind of just throwing your hat and and hoping you land somewhere good at this point. So that was a that was a main concern for some of these agents and their players. Like they don't have the the opportunity that they once had, especially for like those bottom six guys that really aren't going to get that star treatment. Yeah, I get that.
1: that. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I like I don't know if next season they'll be able to go back to normal. I. I guess it's going to be when they finally go back on track to like their calendar year like they normally yeah. are. I think that's when we'll get that period back. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. See how it really does affect the league. And if maybe next year, I think, what is it? Is it the CBA? Or what is it? The oh, NHLPA? Yeah, so whoever it is that works out all these deals. Oh, the and, NHLPA, yeah. Yeah, the NHLPA. So they yeah. the they
1: bargaining agreement with the NHL, yeah. Yeah, so sorry. that is the CBA. Yeah,
0: yeah, cool. So they, I'm sure they'll work out all those details by the time the next free agency rolls around once the dust settles from this one. So we'll see. Hopefully it's a lot better next
1: year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you.
0: Cool. You're a little upset about this one.
1: Yeah, I am. I This is like a sparks fly, man. This episode, I'm just <coughs> rapidly shooting shit. Ah, oh, these fucking oh, these retro jerseys, man. <laughs> these retro and fourth jerseys. Why do we need four jerseys for a team? I'm so, okay. All right, I'm sorry. Let me. I sound like an asshole. I sound like an old asshole right now. <laughs> um, like yeah, one that the, the been no wiped. fun league. What yeah, NFL. That, that, that's what I sound like right now. But but for real, I'm sorry. And now it's like, it's like, all right. I do like vague. I I like a couple of them. Um, I the like Pittsburgh. I actually, nobody likes with the red. I really like the red. With the Vegas's. red in the main, even yeah. though know, it's not a retro, but you know, it's a fourth and that's well, pretty fucking cool. I
0: like how they have the, the little creativity to it. You know, they've never yeah. obviously. I, obvious. I like that one. It's I like, like the
1: Pittsburgh cool. one. The Pittsburgh is the classic one. That's cool. The Philly one looks terrible.
0: I hope the Islanders get the, the Fishman jerseys somehow, some way, or at least the color scheme of it.
1: See, I think my biggest... Cons- or not concern. I guess my biggest gripe with all of this is that people are doing mock-ups. Oh, well, yeah. And when people do mock-ups, they look like shit.
0: Yeah, that's probably why you're upset. There, well, was, I mean, only, there was only you. two or three that were like legitimately leaked. So there was like yeah. an eBay seller or something that was like actually accredited listed a couple of the retro jerseys. I think it was like two or three teams. I think Pittsburgh confirmed as one and Philly confirmed as the other Yeah, that they could potentially really be like actually leaked retro jerseys and it kind of leaked the concept of it so then when
1: people saw that they kind of took it and ran with it and did mm. mock-ups so you're getting upset with the mock-ups basically i'm getting extremely upset with the mock-ups okay so i want you to look at a few right now all right these are some vancouver canucks you have them ones. here i have a couple that people have made this one people love
0: i think that looks dope oh fuck off i think that looks dope so and, you, and nobody can see but it's yeah, like I mean, all black and it has like their logo with what is that like a teal blue it's, with a darker blue color yeah. scheme to it. It kind of looks, looks like, like a neon in jersey.
1: It looks like they're, they're in Tron. Yeah, yeah, I mean like that's not retro to me. What about this one? This looks like the fucking old Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, it looks disgusting. That looks disgusting. So that looks Look like that looks like a Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, that one—that's a shitty designer. No offense to that well, guy. Well, they what they're trying to do is like the old red and blue, uh, the ombre kind of one. No, but they're flipping with these our current colors. That doesn't no. make fucking sense. That that was pretty terrible. And, and then one. like, what the fuck is this? What in God's name is this? I don't want to lie to you, dude. No, the don't say The black
0: one with the yellow stripe is lowest of keys. Kind of sick.
1: This looks like sh- shit. No, that's kind of chill. This looks terrible. Anyway, I think it's <laughs> I, really my no, concepts. that I like, I like that the I, fourth jerseys. I
0: I don't know. I I kind of hated the past couple Islander ones, like the alternate jerseys at least. I guess the third jerseys. So now these are the fourth ones. Yeah. I hated the Islanders third ones. I don't like the the last one of them that I liked, and a lot of people hated was our orange ones. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. I'm I kind of like those. Fan, but...
0: I thought those were pretty sick, but like the one after that like the all black one that was kind of garbage the one yeah. the new one where it's like the the new logo like it's just yeah. the ny with the stick no like long island on it and anything like, i thought that one was kind of stupid
1: yeah bring back the fisherman
0: that well that's what i'm hoping you know we get the retro we get the fisherman jersey you get that like teal blue with it too i think that looks so sick I hope we get that jersey so that's why i'm excited for it
1: well they're also definitely only doing this just to uh get make some money. more yeah yeah
0: i mean well th- that's what i was gonna say before when you're getting all mad i <laughs> i understand why but like they're just yeah. doing this to sell jerseys doing exactly. it. and then they can make a night out of it oh it's retro night and no, try to boost ticket sales that way by giving away a bobblehead with the retro jersey it's just all marketing scheme so
1: because at the end of the day it is a business
0: it is a business and and a, in a in a really bad shape right now so they're gonna try and grasp by any straw to try and boost sales wherever they can And this is the easiest way to do it just print jerseys at dirt cheap and sell it for the moon especially limited edition retro they can easily get another 10 15 bucks off of you for that it's easy way to make money
1: another easy way to make money (laughs) i think i'm the king of segues i'm sorry another easy way to make money you want to
0: make money overnight (laughs)
1: <laughs> start sports betting. um <laughs> MGM uh released the best odds for the cup. Yeah. Um
0: I thought this is interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about sports betting uh cuz we don't really have it in New York. We we really well, we don't, don't, well, we but don't. We don't. We do. But, we do. <laughs> I don't it's think DraftKings counts.
0: DraftKings does not. I don't know. It does. It does it. The New York State laws for like sports betting in general and just betting in general is kind of annoying. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we kind of get looser with that. And we make some tax revenue off of it probably soon. They're just figuring out how to do that, and then we'll have it guaranteed. Yeah. Um. But Colorado coming in as the favorite, closely behind them is Vegas. Uh, I guess we'll say the odds right. Colorado sure. plus eight hundred, Vegas at plus eight fifty, followed by Tampa Bay
1: plus 900 do you want to try to explain to people what this means because I, I don't know i know we were talking about it before we started but i have no idea what this means
0: yeah so again we're in new york so we don't really like have <laughs> sports betting so it's it's a little weird uh the best i could stay is like all right colorado you put a hundred dollars on it right now the yeah. odds are plus 800 so they hit they win they win the cup you get an additional 800 on top of your 100 so technically win 900 but you're only really winning 800 yeah uh so The odds get better, obviously, as your team is lower on the totem pole. Oh, yeah. So, like Colorado's plus eight hundred because they're the best. So you're only going to get eight hundred dollars. Where if you go to a team like Boston, they're plus eleven hundred because they have lower odds to win the cup.
1: Yeah. So
0: um, we have a bunch of teams. You know, we got Boston plus eleven hundred, Philly fourteen hundred, St. Louis at fourteen hundred as well. Uh, just to round up the top like five and they tied um, then I put the Islanders 2200 to be honest is it, do I think that this is the Islanders year to put a clean $100 to win a couple probably not <laughs> but I might put the $100 down anyway try and get a bookie New Jersey for me put in the bet you know that's what a lot of people do I don't blame them. They, they do that, or the guys that live in a city, especially, they just drive over to New Jersey and then they have the app on their phone and it just tracks your location, make sure you're in Jersey, and they place the bet. It's a good idea. So, honestly, might make a day trip out. To, I'm going to New Jersey this weekend. Wait, whoa, well, um, for legal reasons, that's a joke. <coughs> uh, yeah, uh, nobody heard
1: that. Yeah, for uh, legal reasons, we're we're a completely legal podcast.
0: Yeah, we don't do sports betting in other states and then come back home. But yeah, I'm making a trip this weekend to uh, some states, so maybe I might you know look somewhere. But anyway, Vancouver. Also, you're uh, at plus thirty five hundred.
1: That's a bet that's bullshit that's a bet mgm's rigged fuck mgm all my homies hate mgm (laughs) (laughs) yo can you picture all of our homies going
0: to mgm grand in uh vegas what a trip that that is i don't even know what that is so mgm yeah (laughs) mgm is like a big like uh casino
1: okay so that's where We should have talked to mark about that uh shout out to mark happy birthday mark
0: happy birthday bud He's definitely going to be oh yo maybe he'll place the bets for us on the uh, on the Islanders and the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> um but i don't know have you ever so you never did it but back in no. the day it used to be illegal before they realized oh shit we should be making tax money on this so let's get rid of it
1: yeah
0: um you used to be able to do it and i actually would place a couple of bets here and there on like nfl games and stuff like that loosely i never really won anything again i was like a little kid too so i was like trying to you kind of like i with, like this like like team's my, uniform uh, on my uh <laughs> parents account pretty much yeah i like this team let's do that one um But, dude, also, I don't know if you really watch any of it, but, like, obviously, I'm a big fan of Barstool, so I follow them a lot. They have an agreement with, like, this, like, actual casino. Yeah. Penn is the company. And uh, they are collabing with them to open up a sports book, essentially like a DraftKings or, you know, another one. Uh, They're only in Pennsylvania right now. And in Pennsylvania, they're doing insane numbers. Like people are placing like one hundred twenty thousand dollar bets what? on football. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars. How being do you placed have that much to place on a? Dude, like, give me like ten seconds, and I'll I'll tell you like the, one of the latest bets. Like they're nuts. What they're these people are
1: putting down? That's so disgusting. That's probably more than I'm going to make in the next ten years.
0: Dude, so this guy. 000? All right, so
1: this guy wagered right. A hundred and thousand,
0: hundred thousand, hundred thousand dollars on the Phillies to win. Well, Phillies on um, who is the team? The Philadelphia Eagles to win tonight. He could oh, okay. potentially win ninety four thousand dollars on that bet. Wow, that's double what I make in a year, dude. <laughs> Almost, isn't that insane? What these guys are betting on these games. That's fucking wild. But honestly, I mean. I know we're not like uh you're gonna be talking about like political stuff here, but like picture the tax money they can make off these like insane numbers and this is just one guy. think about the thousands upon thousands of people and like their minimum bets it's not like people are putting 10 20 bucks down they're putting minimum of like 50 100 plus minimum oh, no. on these games, dude like no more people that. I mean you can't but some of these people that's insane money just going around. Man. Um to be rich. To be rich one day. Uh staying on the kind of topic of betting, a lot of people like to place bets on uh some fantasy fantasy football is really big right now, but I know you like to play some fantasy hockey. Yeah, I do. So uh you want to cover that real quick? I we also when we're done with that have like the top 10 fantasy players. For any of you guys that
1: do play, kind of want to get a recap of the top 10. Um yeah, I mean, I started I did a couple free leagues in high school. Um I won I think two I two of the I think I did it like junior and senior year of high school. I won both of the free leagues. Wow. Um I have never done a keeper league. I've only done like a yearly thing.
0: Yeah, so can you explain it real quick? I never really did <clears throat> hockey fantasy, but I was trying to do a little bit of research before this one and I yeah. was just confused. There was like different types of leagues
1: yeah so there's a uh, like uh, a single year league so you only really have to worry about that season okay and there's a keeper league uh which is like you you're in that league for a few years uh or until really? you gotta stop yeah then you can trade players trade picks and everything like yeah it's oh, crazy really? stuff yeah oh um, so it's is it like a uh it... it's kind of more like building your own team that is yeah, dope. It's, it's wild. I've never done that before. It's too in depth for me, and I don't really have anybody to do with that would stay on top of it. Yeah, especially for years. That's a yeah, that's it's that's complicated. a commitment. Um, and then I played for a few years. I put some. I put I think like thirty bucks, forty bucks down each year. I won, and then uh, I think I won one of the years. Really? I won, yeah, I won like a hundred sixty or something. Nice. It wasn't bad. Yeah, and then
0: so what? A thing that confused me because I used to play nfl like fantasy football mm-hmm. and actually i got started back in high school too it was in my sports marketing class oh
1: my god
0: shout out what was his name mr Rugolo? <laughs> mr Rugolo, shout out yo he would let us play fantasy football and we used to get like crazy and like we used to do it in class like you had to you had to do your lineup like everybody got up from their desk to adjust their lineup on the big like oh, smart boards chill dude it was so dope and like we had like a bracket and like saw who was playing who, who's winning who had the best record and people were making trades in class like talking to each other Yo, what? so that was a really fun experience i'm not gonna lie i don't know how the hell that counts as a class curriculum yeah what kind of just made us all degenerates but i thought it was fun i thought it was dope and that was kind of like my first experience with it and i continued to play continue to play it for a couple of seasons after that and it did money leagues too and kind of tapered off but i love playing these fantasy sports leagues they're fun
1: yeah i didn't do it this past year or the year before i don't think um
0: do you see what some of these guys are doing like uh like a bunch of friends will do a league together and whoever loses they have to do like an embarrassing thing
1: yeah now have you all have you ever seen the show uh the league no it's right up your alley you would fucking love it it's um god who the fuck is it well nick kroll's in it there's a couple other people in it. Um, that's he's just the biggest name in it. Um, okay. It's about these these high school friends. They're in like their 30s, and um, they do a fantasy football league every year. <laughs> and it is so fucking terrible. How like, oh my god! It's such a fucking funny show. Yeah. it's, it's is a it like, really it's like a
0: like it's like an actual scripted show or is it? Like yeah, a, it's, it's, oh, a okay, okay. yeah it's a scripted show. Yeah, it's a sitcom.
1: Yeah, it's fucking. hysterical. Oh, that sounds dope. Um, yeah, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I think uh, I think Joe showed it to me. I think. Oh really? Yeah, I think he showed it to me. It's pretty fucking yeah. Oh, don't maybe I'll watch it. it. I think it's on Hulu. Okay, I have Hulu so I can find that. It it's mad funny. Watch the first episode, you won't regret it. Thought oh, you were what? smelling your arm.
0: <laughs> no, I was trying to burp but not into the <laughs> mic. The spear is giving me the burps, dude. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Um. Yo, so back on our, our second episode, the first week we ever did this, we talked about the yeah. Kraken.
1: The who? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Seattle Kraken, man. Um, Seattle NHL. <laughs> another thing, not incredibly too crazy, at least newsworthy-wise, but uh, their social media team is on a tear, dude. I think their social media is like one of the best in the league already. Mm-hmm um they've been doing like these scavenger hunts where they're putting out these like prize boxes that are like designed like for the kraken like they just look like dope designs and have a bunch of cool little swag in them and uh they're putting around places in seattle trying to have people come in and And find their swag pick up their swag support the team you know one of the kids actually who found something got a lifetime pass to the Washington State Ferry System. Mm, it's pretty swag. Unlimited. So, this kid, right? <laughs> listen to me. He's going to be 27 years old in the future, okay. wearing his cracking swag. And he's going to be just chilling on this ferry. This is it going to be his 760th time on the ferry? Going to he be just like,
1: takes it when he's bored. He just gets back and forth he just, every. Time.
0: He just gets on the ferry just to enjoy the water, And he's cracking swag. <laughs> it's
1: cracking swag.
0: Watching the game on his iPhone 27 on the NHL TV 2.0 app. Watching the Kraken get slapped. I'm just kidding. They're going to be incredibly good. But no, they're not. If it's anything like how Vegas turned out, the
1: team uh the league learned from Vegas though. I don't think that No, they Vegas learned from is... their
0: passive putting in shitty teams, putting in shitty organizations. They're going to keep doing this every season, dude. Every every expansion draft is going to be just like this
1: one considering how good Vegas is. Yeah, but the teams are the teams were giving Vegas multiple <laughs> picks and players to not take other players. Like it's like that's not going to happen again. Teams yeah. aren't going to get fleeced again. We shall see. Um. I don't know where you want to go next. Uh speaking of expansion teams, uh Flurry is supposed to be, I guess I guess to like more news uh stuff, Flurry is expected to be the backup goalie behind Laner and most likely the most expensive backup goalie in the league. Yeah. Um actually laner just had surgery too. I saw on there. He just had surgery,
0: but he is expected to be back by mm. the beginning of the season.
1: Whenever that is.
0: Whenever that is. So hopefully, you know, it's not going to be too much of an impact. I think it was a shoulder, too. Yeah. So it, it hopefully won't be too bad. So I guess that's the kind of reason for keeping Flurry around, especially at least this season. A lot of people are thinking they were going to shop him. Yeah. I think this season I makes think they were se- trying to. There definitely they were definitely f- at least fielding calls. I I would if I was a GM. So oh, yeah, they were fielding calls for sure. You have to on
1: everybody except you're on, like you're like two three untouchables. You yeah. always have to.
0: So he he's definitely gonna stick around at least this season, maybe to the trade deadline. Kind of see how Lanard does. Make sure that he's as healthy as he should be. Yeah, and uh, I don't know.
1: He's expected to be the
0: most expensive uh, backup, as you said. Yeah. Um. A little bit of drama with them too uh, a lot of people i wouldn't quite call them the core group as uh, we did with the other team the blackhawks but apparently the locker room has been a little upset with management and how they've kind of been handling their trades
1: damn they really took my line they said fuck vegas
0: they said fuck <laughs> vegas i know we're here but, uh they you took were, our
1: swag you took Schmidt <laughs> yeah, <he> took,
0: <laughs> yeah they were upset about like the Schmidt trade uh it was only his second year after signing the deal yeah um and the, the word was that everybody was promised they're gonna be here and they're putting in the work and Schmidt was apparently like a presence in the locker room apparently yeah. he's a very key like role model for the team and he was definitely the one that was kind of like their glue kind of like motivating the guys so they were really upset to see him go and it kind of everybody else in the room kind of looked at each other like wait we can be out of here too yeah so i think that's gonna kind of push the uh the no trade clause a little bit further especially there in vegas
1: no that would make sense it's you don't and see leave. this one makes a little bit more sense to me compared to chicago because vegas i mean they've only been in the league a couple years um like two three. yeah and they've been really good all yeah. those years um you know it's not like they're a rebuilding team right now yeah,
0: they're, so it's
1: like <laughs> they've, they've been
0: you know so a lot of uh, jeep guys their joke on their sticker is that built not bought like insinuating oh, that they're yeah. the ones that build the jeep put the lifts in yeah the fucking knights were bought they're a lifted jeep <laughs> with the rims with they the, were the even light just bars bought, they were given <laughs> Yeah, that that was Daddy and Mommy money buying you the built Jeep from for down real. the street
1: from the dealership.
0: Not That's even why a, I
1: say fuck Vegas, man. No, they I, are, you know, it's, well, uh, it's one of the reasons. One of the reasons. Um, so you want to go over some uh, signings this yeah, week? Yeah. So there was a couple of signings. Definitely a lot
0: slower than what the week prior was. It it was draining my soul. I was like waiting by waiting by the computer, waiting for like some type of news to happen yeah especially for the islanders but nothing happened anyway we got some news so we have fisher here he signed a contract
1: two-year contract with the coyotes yeah, christian fisher yeah he's a good 20 he's yeah he's a good 23 year old
0: yeah young guy um he only scored nine points last season um kind of gonna just be like a guy that they're gonna considered to be like gritty guy kind of grinding for their team Uh, i know the coyotes are trying to build a new culture there with their new gm um bill armstrong calling all his boys calling all of his players the uh cactuses as he likes (laughs) to call it um they're gonna
1: come out with like some like cactus swag or something
0: dude they're gonna have cactus like stuffed animals with like the jersey on it that's gonna be their swag that actually
1: be pretty cool that'd be pretty dope i would i would be i would actually probably buy one i think if it's a little plush thing yeah like a little like a little plush thing with like it's like nine bucks fuck it why not right nine bucks if it was if it's a little if it's a little tiny plush thing yeah why why not it's gonna be more than nine bucks but (laughs)
0: they're they're trying to build a grittier team now they're trying to build a a stronger team now that uh they've lost mr hall I don't know. They had a couple of signings, uh, Pitlick, Larson, Hayden, kind of trying to offset the loss <laughs> the best they possibly can. I, yeah,
1: they're not. the The team's bleeding. You know, um, it it's hard. It, it certainly
0: is hard, especially to lose a guy like him for. I don't nothing. Nothing. They they they're. I don't know. It, it's a tough scene out there in the in the desert. Yeah. All those cactuses, they're going to be drying out soon.
1: <laughs> um, Matt Greslick, uh, good Bruins defenseman, good top four. He was an RFA, he just signed a four year deal four-year deal excuse me for a 3.6 million that's not bad no it's especially a
0: good, for a top four guy 3.6 i feel like that's a pretty fair contract
1: and he's 26 you know it'll take until he's 30 it's not a bad deal at all yeah. i have no issues with it pretty solid signing
0: really solid that they got it right in before arbitration started so
1: yeah yeah they did it like a day or two before i think
0: a rule that i didn't know about i'm sure you probably did and i kind of found it shocking is once it hits arbitration like at least this season i think it starts you're not able to settle or like come up with your own deal It once it hits arbitration. So once it yeah. hits, like, whatever they say is what they say, and that's yeah. it. There's no questioning it. So I thought that was kind of crazy. I think the season before, you were allowed to do it, even when you were in the middle of arbitration.
1: Mm. I'm uh, not sure about that specific, but yeah. Arbitration is wild. Arbitration's arbitration is scary. Yeah, it's some scary shit. At least for the team.
0: Um, Another... another signing here. Uh, The Penguins get a good defenseman in Cody CC. Mm -hmm. One year at 1.25. So, pretty small contract, I'd say.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really low risk. A one-year deal is nothing, especially for 1.25. It's nothing at all. Yeah. So, hey. Great signing in my eyes. Great signing is a bit of a a stretch. But, yeah, sure. 1.25? I mean, he's better than Jack Johnson, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's the savior of the fucking... Uh, anyway. Um, I guess we'll talk really quickly about uh the two teams that were in the Stanley Cup. Um Tampa. What's going on with them, man? They got a they got a couple of uh couple of guys leaving ship, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I mean and these are like yeah, really they're depth guys. Um, you know, they re- they need sign like Sorelli and Cernak. Yeah, those guys. Sergei have too, you know. So they're gonna. Yeah, they lost uh, Zach Bogosian and Kevin Shattenkirk, Scott Wedgwood, and Carter Ver, for Verhage. Hankey. Yeah, that's a good. Like
0: those are good depth scores for them. And I don't know. I feel like they're gonna be just as good next season too. They have yeah, way too definitely. much star power not to be. Yeah. I don't really know how their organization looks as far as like prospects and guys that are down in the A look. But I'm sure maybe they'll have a couple of guys hop up onto that bottom line that could kinda contribute and I'm sure they'll make some signings throughout this. They're to, gonna
1: have to. I mean, there's well they, no way that they don't.
0: There's no way they don't, but they have enough gonna... star power to kinda like carry them and, and hopefully some of these like bottom six guys or you know, just depth guys kinda fill in and yeah. make some type of an impact for them.
1: Yeah, I don't envy uh the GM yeah they,
0: they definitely have a good situation going well I
1: do kind of I mean I just want to cut, but <laughs> anyway yeah
0: can't be too upset
1: uh, also today I w- it was right yeah, yeah was today, today. Uh, Dennis Gurianov on the stars he signed a two year 2.5 million dollar contract per year uh, you know good uh, th- well, he's basically going to be a 30 goal guy probably yeah um, i think he
0: what he had uh 20 last season but i'm sure he's gonna have an games. increased role this year
1: yeah definitely and so I mean, you know he had a uh, 17 points in the playoffs um yeah he went off player. for them in the playoffs and he's only 23 um so yeah i, f- I feel like the stars more more so
0: compared to then the lightning have a lot more of a let's say interesting uh cap situation going at least, not necessarily this season, but mm-hmm. I think next year is going to be a year that's going to bite them. Yeah. Uh, well, so, especially
1: because high skinning comes off the books next year. Well, well, yeah. So Or his ELC done. His ELC is done, which I think is their big issue. Because he's going to want, man. He's, he's going to want money. Dude,
0: they have $26 million tied up in their top line, and they have it tied up for a term. Yeah. Like all three of them, um, Ben, uh, Rand... What is it, Radulov, uh, Radulov and, and Sagan. Uh, Sagan? Yeah, all three of those guys have incredible money tied up. I think it's the number one line in the league, at least as far as payment goes. Yeah. Um, I thought it'd be Boston, dude, with their top three. Like, if yeah. I had to
1: guess, I would say, oh. Well, I man, I think that they all took team friendly contracts, or not team friendly, but you know,
0: lesser of the.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Lesser of it. Um, but back really quickly onto the stars. They also have like. Ten million tied up on their top D line pair, like they have a lot of money tied up across the board here. I mean, I would rather the money be tied up in top guys, unlike the Islanders where they have a lot tied tied into their bottom Same six. Same with
1: the Canucks.
0: But I mean, I for the Stars, what I what I think is going to happen, um, as you mentioned, um, they have a lot of guys coming off the books. They're going to have seven UFAs next season with three RFAs. Yeah. Um. Um. They lose a guy like Corey Perry this year, and they don't even have that much room this year. And the cap's not going to grow next season, so I think the pressure is only going to mount on them, and it's going to be even harder to make any type of move or any type of breathing. Like yeah, yeah.
1: Hiskanen. Like, dude, he's gonna want a contract. He's gonna want a contract. Even on a bridge deal, he'll still get at least six. Dude. He he's could, already one of the best defensemen in the league. Like.
0: I think he likes the team. I remember... So, actually, the stars... The head coach was just on a podcast. And I was listening to it. He apparently, like, super involved with the team his canin is. Like, he knows he's mad good. But, like, he's super humble. And he's always out there practicing. And he, he just enjoys playing hockey. And mm-hmm. enjoys playing on the team. So, apparently, there's, like, a really good chemistry going on there. Apparently, the guys on the team really love their head coach. Apparently, he's, like, a really, like he's like the player's coach pretty much. And, uh, maybe they can try and build something off that. Maybe some of these guys take lower end contracts, trying to keep the team alive. But I think next year we're going to see a totally different team.
1: Like, yeah.
0: End of next season going into the next one. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Um, it's another general league contract. Uh, Ilya Mikheyev on the Leafs, uh, Fuck Dude, the leaves. Fuck yeah, fuck the leaves. But this is a fucking steal. Uh, they got him for 2 years at 1.645 that million. That is a deal, man. Dude, he's what? 26 I think, but he he had 23 points in 39 games. That's a a fucking what? Like a 45-50 point uh pace for 1.6. Dude, that that's a, such a steal. I you know, you you can't yeah. uh, I mean, I you can't know. be mad
0: with a 1.6 million dollar contract, especially
1: like that. when your top line or your top players are making so much money. You oh, know, dude, it's good to have that. The contracts signed.
0: that they have, and and they also just got like Thorn on a, a veteran minimums, seven hundred yeah. something thousand. So it's like the leaves are just getting blessed left and right. It looks like they're building a team, though. Like trying. I don't know, man. They're looking good, dude. Fuck the I know typical Leafs fashion they should just crumble when the pressure is on hopefully but they on paper
1: as usual look really good what do you think yeah I mean they look like a good team I don't think they're a Stanley Cup team still I just uh, not a believer in the Leafs
0: okay understandable I mean they have nothing to show for it they crumble I don't dislike every single yeah time.
1: I don't dislike them I dislike their really loud fans um
0: I could agree but, you know. I can agree wholeheartedly yeah so eh. um we'll get we'll move on from the leaves though cause we both can't stand them um this comes to the sad portion of the episode for me um not really but Islanders talk <laughs> I thought I thought I, I think I even said in the last episode that, oh, you know, we'll talk more about the Islanders because they'll have some things done. They'll have some,
1: yeah, something
0: no. to fucking talk about for us. But literally, absolutely nothing happened. Like nothing happened.
1: Nothing <laughs> good, at least. No,
0: nothing happened. The Islanders haven't done anything. um I have a couple of notes here to kind of talk about. uh First things first. Kind of off the topic of hockey, but Casey Zizikas, welcome to baby on Sunday. So, uh, I, I think he's already a father, but another one added to his collection, to Pretty his trophy p- self
1: <laughs> That was fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you to that. <laughs> No, you know, but- I fucking love when like you catch me <laughs> off guard or something. I just feel like, "Oh yeah, it's nice to have you." Yeah, congratulations. You're like, "Oh yeah, I have another trophy on his fucking collection." <laughs> this is where I have my pride and joy. If I had one, <laughs> like that, Timmy Turner shit. That's so weak. Oh uh, my god, Casey's another
0: kid. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No movement yet from the Islanders is what I keep talking about, and that means no movement yet on Boychuk or any other contract that they're you not, can think of that they want to move.
1: I, think I know I, you yelled at me last week about it. Yeah, th- dude, they're not getting rid of these contracts. I know. I'm not going to dog like, on it too long. Again, it's like Louis this, Erickson, Yeah, it's like Louis Erickson on the Canucks. Man, they're not getting rid of the contract. You know, I know. As much as it as as great as it would be, if I'm another GM, I'm not taking the contract. Regardless of what um, you get or you give along with it, I'm not gonna take it. Yeah, you know? I know a lot. A lot of unless I'm getting like a Walshram, but that wouldn't. Ha- that's not feasible for the Islanders. Yeah, so the why Islanders would they do that? don't
0: want to give up like Walshram or which Thompson makes sense because why or, would they? Yeah, Fuck they don't that. want to. I think the hope was that they were gonna get these picks and they were gonna shift them off. And I'm still hopeful something happens, whether or not it, it's Boychuk. Obviously, that's the one that we all keep just harping on because it's so big and for a guy who literally was a healthy scratch the entire fucking playoffs i don't know i hope something happens along the lines um the big rumor is andy Green's on the way back they pretty much confirmed it without confirming that's it's done Matt martin confirmed without it being actually done yeah i think that they're waiting for a big fish to kind of be signed i think they don't want it on the books because as soon as they make those signings i think that's when it'll be more opportune for somebody to make that offer sheet so I think they're kind of just waiting to get the Barzell situation taken care of before they sign those guys. Yeah. Even though it's like already technically done, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people are talking about brassard Do they want to bring him back? I don't think so. I think people can move up in our system as we've already been talking. Like possibly a guy like may maybe mm-hmm. moving on up. Yeah. Uh, Kunakle, he's another guy. Um, he was kind of like a on and off type of guy. He definitely was just like that fill-in player. Um, but he did have surgery this offseason. Um, but then again, as I was mentioning, he was a healthy scratch most nice that he was on the roster. So he's going to go probably. There's a lot of people leaving. Um, kind of already pretty much talked about it. But uh, looking like Noah Dobson really is going to have that increased role um, for that D-line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention. One thing I did want to talk about. We said it. Oliver Wallstrom, right? I don't know much about the Islanders prospects. So, I did some research on him, right? I think it was earlier this week. I wanted to find out. Saw one of the prospect websites talking about him. They were saying that he's a natural goal scorer. Great hockey sense. Making plays against the boards. He... He may be a little bit smaller, but he was physical,
1: making a lot of plays. Sounds like a great fit for a team.
0: Sounds great, right? I think he's yeah. nuts. And you know what? how I was mentioning earlier? Oh, great work ethic. He went to Sweden to play hockey, play in the Sweden League. Dude, I think, I think he had like six points in seven games there. Mm-hmm. Dude it was like a point per night there. Goes flying into the boards that same night that I did all that. Dude, I showed you the clip before we started recording. Yeah. Really hope nothing's too bad, too wrong. But uh, just making a hard play against, you know, crashing the net, and he just lost his skates, it looked like, and went flying right, almost like shoulder first, arm up in an awkward
1: position into the boards. Yeah, it's unfortunate to see, especially with like a really good young player like that. Yeah,
0: young prospect that realistically, especially this season, could be fighting for... Roster spot because it, it more than likely the Islanders are going to have a well the league is going to have larger um, rosters going yeah. into this year. So I don't know. I I hope nothing's too wrong, terribly too terribly wrong. I try to do more follow up on it and figure out if they release anything about his injury. But it's like straight up radio silence on him.
1: Straight up radio silence, you say.
0: Straight up radio. Silence. Um, But a big thing that the Islanders have been missing is like a top winger, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't have a goal-scoring winger. But there is a lot of guys left on the free agency list. Um, I guess we'll kind of talk about the top 10 free agents left at the end, right? We'll kind of keep that as like a discussion piece there. Yeah, sure. Um, We'll do that. But really quickly, what I want to mention for the Islanders, and you laughed at me, yelled at me already about Hoffman. He's definitely out of budget. Yes. He's, you can even read it here. Totally out of budget. Yes. Uh, but I think somebody who may be a little bit more on par for our price tag might be a guy like Aracalla there. I think he could possibly be a good fit. Um I don't I really don't know what the Islanders' next move could possibly be without this Barzell and Pollock situation done.
1: Well, that's the thing. I feel like it's a domino effect. You know what I mean?
0: Once one domino falls, and it's literally just going to be either the trade to make room, or it's going to be the signing of him to see how much room they have left, and everything else is going to trickle down. Yeah. So, I don't know. They're great down the middle. The wings look like shit. Hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully we can make some things happen. Yeah. yeah Yeah, but we'll talk a little bit more about a couple of the other guys who I think maybe could fit in when we talk about the top 10 later on
1: yeah sounds good cool so Canucks a <laughs> uh, few signings um, Adam Gaudet one year deal 950000 it's a fucking steal yeah. um, he had like 33 points in 60 games this season uh no points in 10 games in the playoffs but still for 950,000 you can't and beat that with a n- stick yeah <laughs> can't beat that swag that we're gonna get from him
0: dude he's gonna be swagging all over the place bro i
1: almost i almost hopped on his twitch stream to congratulate him wait what yeah he, he did Twitch streams like all the time for real also it's really funny so katie her best friend went to elementary school with his fiance or wife or whatever the fuck really yeah, so she did a photo shoot of like the f- with the wife, fiance. Yo, the fuck. low key the connect. Oh, I know, I know. I said I said something too. Yo, when I when I went upstate to go uh, to go hang out with them, They're yeah.
0: like, yo, you put his number here. Not with t-
1: not with like Adam Goddard or anything, but you know. But yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, that is pretty sick. But so yeah, nine hundred thousand. It's a great signing. Um, for sure. I think that this is really going to solidify whether or not he's going to be a third line center for the Canucks his defensive game has improved drastically from his rookie season to his sophomore season. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that he can kind of boost it up a little bit. I mean, he he had he had NHL defensive numbers this season, which was a lot better than the previous season. Um,
0: you think he's going to have... Uh, well, this is definitely going to be an increased role for him, right? He's definitely going to have a little bit more ice time, do you think?
1: I mean, I was could he see he
0: thir- Was he on the third line before? or is Yeah, he,
1: on- he was on the third line before, and he was on PP2. Okay. Um, along with Vertanen who also just signed. Yes. Uh 2 years 2.55 Um I saw on Instagram people some people were calling it an overpay. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry his arbitration was set to go for cuz he had an arbitration I think it was the 27th I think or something like that. And so he had an arbitration date for a few days from now. Mhm. And um it was like 3.2 or something he was going to get if it wow. like went there. there. Wow. Like he was eligible for that, and it's like I'm sorry, I would much rather pay him two point five five over three point two or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, they definitely they made out on the deal, I think, and he's definitely a guy
1: that you know you need those depth scores, especially down like the middle. So it's well, like, especially yeah, especially because I mean he um, see, he had 18 goals last season. You know, I mean he's 24. You know, he's seen as a bust. You know, whatever. He doesn't come in. The, he's not the ideal player for the team. No, because he doesn't always put it together, but what? But he doesn't look bad a lot of nights, you know. And shotgun Jake, man, shotgun fucking Jake. I want to fucking shotgun some beers to this <laughs> fucking guy, man. Um, and two point five isn't bad for two years. It's not bad at all. Yeah. I don't see it as a bad. It's deal. not going to be
0: something that they're going to regret. I don't think. No. by the time you blink, it's over.
1: Yeah. Um. Also, the Canucks signed Jace Howarlock. Um, who I had no idea who this guy was. I'm not even gonna lie. I had to look him Never up. Never heard of her. I was, <laughs> I was watching some uh, scouting clips of him. Guy's actually pretty fucking. He seems pretty good. Yeah, honestly. Pretty stees. Yeah, for eight hundred thousand, uh, he signed a two way contract. So, um, his AHL salary is like two hundred thousand if that were to happen. Um, but his NHL is eight hundred thousand. Um, and so yeah i don't know they were also talking about him maybe playing in the top six wow because he has he has vision you know he has like the a hockey iq he's a pest he's annoying um he draws penalties and he he has skill you know but he doesn't always put it together and um gotcha. so that's well, we'll i think he was also 2014 draft um and so the Canucks still probably want to do something else, maybe sign another top-four guy. Uh, I just saw a tweet, I believe, from Rick Dollywall on Twitter today. Um, and he was saying that the Canucks look like they're going to put Michael Furlan on L-I-T-R. Um, or L-T-I-R. Because, bro, the guy's done with hockey. You know, he plays one game and he has another concussion. Like, it, it sucks. But, you know, you need to keep your health first. Or put your health first. Yeah. And, uh... Second round of buyouts is coming up, I think, and Brandon Sutter. I heard that they might do that just because it's a one year left, so they will be paying like 1.5 for the next two years or something like that, you know. But free up some cat space to sign another top four defenseman or another top six forward, maybe. Yeah, would well, make sense to maybe, maybe take Mike off Houghton. something
0: bad, and <laughs> yeah, you guys got <laughs> enough room for him, right? <laughs> <It's different. laughs>
1: Like that Segway again, see? King of Segways.
0: King of Segways because now we'll move into the the top ten free agents as per ESPN's Greg Wosherskin. Wyshersky. Washir Bless you. Woshinsky. Wyshinsky. Wishinsky.
1: I got it. Okay. Wershirker. Washirker. Worshwagy.
0: I don't know, that guy. That's a crazy ass name. Anyway, top ten free agents. Number one, my favorite guy to talk about the past two weeks, Mike Hoffman. What is previous five point one cap it? Imagine him under somehow pulling that.
1: Yeah, he's definitely gonna get around five. Maybe, yeah, he's maybe four point five that. to five. I don't think he's gonna get a huge uh, increase. I don't think he's really gonna get an increase, but uh, especially because thirty, he's probably gonna want a little bit of term. I'm thinking he's probably going to want about four years. Well, apparently, three, years. no. Apparently, his agent has been saying that they're okay with a one year deal. What? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. If that I was Mike Hoffman, I would.
0: That's why I was saying the Islanders' weird. lowest of keys could probably be the fit for a one year contract. Kind of keep it around the five mil range. Dude, could be a move. Anyway. That's odd. No, yeah. They're saying that he's okay because of how long it's taking. I mean, look at it. Like a guy like Hall got signed. Everybody else. They got signed Hoffman right now in the way that this this like state of free agency is. Mm-hmm. He's OK with taking the one year to just kind of bring him to the next, you know, and get a contract then. Yeah. I don't know. I, I we'll see what happens with him. I honestly have no clue. A lot of people are quote unquote kicking tires, say, saying that they're interested in him. It's just they have to make moves first. Yeah. Which is why I think the Islanders are on that list. Trust me, Boychuk's gone. Hoffman, Brazell, not Pollock,
1: going. all getting signed. Boychuk isn't going. Anyway. Um, next is Mikael Granlund, 28. Uh, he was really good in the wild on the wild, but uh, kind of faltered in Nashville. He had, I believe, like 20, I'm sorry, like 30-something points in 79 games. But he's playing next to Duchesne and Forsberg. Yeah, those are... Those are great players. Yeah, uh, for him to be well, slacking, kind of, you know, but
0: for him to be like slumping, rather, I guess, is a correct term.
1: With those players, it's pretty crazy. It's odd, yeah. I don't know if Nashville just wasn't a good fit for him. But Yeah, that
0: likely could be what it is. A lot of guys sometimes just need a different scenery, different uh, pieces around them.
1: So evolving hockey has him at six point five. I would say it's drastically lower than that. Really, I could not see him signing for six point in this market. I couldn't sign see him sign for six point five. Yeah, um, I don't know. Especially with the stats that he put up, probably around five. You 4. think he's going to lose money? Yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah, hmm. I think he's taking a step back in his salary.
0: Crazy take.
1: Corey Perry, um, probably around the same amount of money, um, around point five. Oh, yeah.
0: I thought you were trying to say like uh, the five oh, million no, range. I was like, no, what the hell?
1: Fuck Corey Perry. No, I mean he he didn't play that well. I mean, you know, he was fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's 35. Up there. Yeah, he's getting yeah. up there in age. He's he, he is a veteran guy that probably I could see paying a million 1.5 for the veteran presence. Yeah. But uh, I, I have no clue. I have no clue where a good spot is for him. Yeah. I think he's just waiting around, trying to find... Uh,
1: he's kicking tires.
0: Yeah. I, I, I see that everywhere now. That's like everybody's favorite term.
1: Yeah, I've also seen turn. in a vacuum a lot recently. In a vacuum, Corey Perry's a top six forward, but on this team, you know, it's like it's like in a vacuum. Like it just sounds so pretentious. It's
0: so fucking. It's dumb.
1: In a vacuum, like all right, man, relax. <laughs>
0: um, all right. So another guy that I mentioned for the Islanders as a possibility, Ericola probably say his name wrong made about 2.7 last season with the panthers
1: did you know how to say his name
0: i did say his name oh well, i think sorry. i said it wrong but Ericola, uh, yeah um he what do you have he had 29 goals last season 26 assists so he's definitely he's making a lot of uh a lot of moves offensively um a lot of teams have been kind of interested uh it looks like um Oh, no, I'm sorry. So, the 29 goals was back in 2017, 2018. Yeah. The past couple of seasons, he hasn't really touched it because of his injuries. Mm -hmm. Um, But when he is healthy, he is good. Um, Apparently, he's just a defensive liability all over the place. (laughs) Um, Apparently, um, some of his old teammates, some guys, some places like Knights, they're kind of talking about him. Um, I don't know. It's probably going to be around the same amount of money probably around the 2.75 yeah, maybe a little bit cheaper that. so it's not a crazy big like price tag for a lot of teams but to commit two point you know whatever to a guy who's kind of injury ridden i guess you could consider at this point yeah i don't know if that's really going to be something that too many people are interested
1: in yeah uh sammy vatnan is the fifth one a uh, 29 year old defenseman he's definitely top four um offensive defenseman but, uh, you know, he's been injured previously, you mm-hmm. know. Um, he was making 4.8. I think that's going to go down a little bit. Uh, probably around 4.2. I
0: see Evolve kind of follow suit with that with 4.5. I
1: didn't even see that. Oh, no, it's 4.2. I'm calling it now. All I right. should be a part of Evolving Hockey. I'm the best. <laughs> 4.2. I'm calling it now. 4.2.
0: Mm-hmm. You're playing your GM mode right
1: now? Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, I just realized that. Yeah, damn. That's like probably what I would... <laughs> uh carl soderberg he's number uh number six, six. yeah he's a 35 year old center uh he's played well the past few years you know he's a good he's a good fourth third line center um how much did he make last year he made 4.7 i think he was signed to a really long contract though um
0: yeah i mean he's getting pretty old though at the age of 35 probably have a couple small contracts probably like a year two-year contract
1: yeah i would say a one-year 2.5 is probably around where i would give him yeah I mean um, he's he's definitely gonna be a bottom six
0: type guy probably gonna be on that third line for you
1: yeah definitely yeah third fourth line fringe uh he's definitely a bottom six center yeah um penalty kill um you know, that's, good still guy a mes- that. that's
0: still a necessity for a bunch of teams especially a veteran pre- present so he's definitely deserving of his spot on the list here
1: yeah definitely
0: um a guy who I personally think probably would be really on the holder end. Kovalchuk at the age of thirty
1: seven. Yeah. Um, very slow.
0: Very slow. Uh
1: for some reason Evolve Hockey has him at two point three million. Evolving hockey is stupid. Now I'm gonna say it right now. No, he's he's getting he's getting a million.
0: Yeah, he's gonna get the vet minimum or a million, somewhere around that cheap spot. He's I getting
1: don't... a one year or a one year one way one million dollar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you on that sentiment there. Um, one of our old friends uh, of the Islanders Travis Hamanick, uh he made his way all the way across the Calgary on the flames. Yeah. Um, he's hitting the market. Uh, so a lot of teams are thinking that uh they're kind of thinking that it's gonna go elsewhere, but the main word is is that he wants to stay in western Canada.
1: Um, but that makes sense though because he wants to doesn't mean he will <laughs> yeah
0: well that's why he that's why Don't he left come Long Island Knucks, please that's why he left Long Island so they traded him off um, they traded him off to the flames because something with his family or something like that back then yeah yeah I don't know. Maybe he goes to Canucks, bro.
1: He's not. We don't have the <laughs> space.
0: He's not worth it. Yeah. I mean he's he's getting a lot of respect for his defensive defenseman game. But
1: he's also been injured a lot. And it's he, not but worth but he's it.
0: also really good on like the penalty kill. So he's also he's,
1: been injured a lot, you know, yeah. and this Canucks team can afford a bunch of injuries on the D line, especially if we're paying them probably around three point five, which is what he would get. Um you know, I don't know. Uh Travis Hammock, I don't have an issue with him as a player, it's just a matter of his injury history. I'd be very weary of that, especially because he's 30. Uh, he probably won about... Th- he probably won four or five years, honestly. Um, four or five years at 3.5 or something like that. That's probably what he's going to want. Um, if I'm the Canucks, I'm not doing that, especially because we need a top six forward. So. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Alex Galchenyuk, though. Very interesting player. He's only 26. Um, evolving Hockey has a at 1.5 million cap hit. That's OD no that's OD as fuck
0: man. yeah no, I don't right. know they're saying that it's gonna be low as kind of like a show me contract because apparently he was pretty bad last season was uh, he I
1: didn't think he was I thought he was fine I would say it's probably like a 2 million <laughs> it'll probably be around that look range. at me I'm talking like I'm like some expert Something. I'm like <laughs> yeah man no I would sign him to a 2 million dollar contract huh? like <laughs> uh, yeah but I like Galchenyuk's game I just didn't like his cap hit um but yeah I like his game
0: alright cool so maybe we'll see a team he goes to
1: 2 million for 2 years
0: Two million, two years you hear it here for you heard it here first
1: folks oh when all these guys sign we need to go back to this I know episode.
0: I've been making mental notes of who I want to remember from what you're saying we'll,
1: we'll, we'll write them all down once the episode goes and once they all sign we'll be like oh Justin remember when you were like this and you're a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah you're, you're, uh, your take on this <laughs> Anthony Duclair is the last one. 24-year-old man. Uh He's a I, think I like, he's like Anthony good, Duclair. I, I think he's a good player. Yeah, no, he's definitely the shoot
0: first guy. He definitely puts up a lot of points. Allegedly, yeah. he's a uh he's a defensive liability,
1: which makes sense, yeah, as to why he uh has been bounced around quite a bit. Uh you know, cuz he's not top 6 forward. He's like a probably like a third liner. And on your third liner, you want them to be defensively responsible. Yeah. Um and if you know your third, fourth line aren't really dispensably responsible, then what's the point, you know? Yeah, you can have a scoring third line, but they still need to also keep the puck out of the net. True. Um so yeah, uh Anthony Duclair, what would I put him at? What am I put him at? I'm gonna say one I'm gonna say one point three. One point three for one year. One
0: point three year. All right.
1: One point three for one year yeah i think that's what i got all right cool i'm gonna my expert opinion i'm
0: going to write down all these and come back to you next week or two weeks three or weeks however it takes five months
1: from now whenever they whenever the re- hell sign. all these
0: guys sign um but that does it for that list i think that does it for this week's episode too unless you got any uh, crazy thing you want to cover uh no i just
1: want to say fuck vegas
0: fuck vegas and <laughs> uh The Weekly Spelling Bee over by Justin. So you can find us on any social media, pretty much. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us at...
1: T-H-E-C-L-A-P-P-E-R-R-E-P-O-R-T. The Clapper Report. So you can find us anywhere. Just uh,
0: Google us, The Clapper Report Podcast. You'll find us there. Um, If you're listening on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, rather... Please leave us a review.
1: Justin's going to let you know what to uh to write for the review. Um write write what write what you hated about this episode the most. Okay. Write that. So if you're a Vegas fan be like, "Oh, Justin's always ragging on Vegas." Yeah, but give us 5 stars still. So let us hear it. Give us 5 stars, but definitely don't hold back. Let us hear it
0: uh spotify if you're listening there leave us a follow if you could download and, the episode yeah i was about too, to say
1: and a download because i heard that that helps too downloads do help they definitely
0: help us so any way you guys can help support us whether it's a follow whether it's a share we appreciate every single one of you guys and it means everything yeah um that about wraps it up we'll see you guys again here next week we well cool. peace guys